Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the show. Radio. It's episode 572. I'm your host, Andrew. And I'm Danny. And this is your source for tech, gaming, and entertainment news. Head over to theshowradio.info. Once again, that's theshowradio.info. And check out our past shows while you're there. Subscribe and tell a friend about the show. Daniela, we are talking about, we're going at the very top, Google Stadia, your favorite. <laughs> let's go into it, Daniela. What's, what's your thoughts? Let's, let's hit it. So, I, I, you know, I was hopeful, a little bit hopeful for it. And then, you know, having the issues, I think I've mentioned before that I was kind of in the alpha, but I could never, ever access it because, you know, my ping, my network, my connectivity issues, just like all of these things. And from that and the fact that they didn't, you know, double down on it, improve that connectivity, um, the availability for it for those who don't have that type of Internet stability. Um, I just knew that it was just it wasn't really going anywhere. And it hasn't impressed me since. It, I mean. They released a product, a service that just was not a solid foundation. And they just like over promised on so many things. And before they even like, you know, made this great product or service, they're like, Oh, we're going to make games. We're going to do this. Like, no, your, your stuff sucks still. <laughs> yeah. Are you, so you're not, I know you're not surprised. No, I'm not. I know you're not surprised. But were there elements of it where you believe would still work even today, a year later, 14 months later? Uh, not the game development side of it. I, I think they just really need to focus on the service. And, you know, over a year out now, it's still a letdown. It's mm. still like, eh, like nobody, nobody's really caring for it. I mean, I, I know that some of the games and, you know, the little carrot that they dangle in front of you is like oh we're gonna get this and we're gonna offer that sounds really great but what's the point when your service is black yeah your content yeah. is eh. <laughs> so so there's a couple of things um with this one right so this particular article that we're looking at if you're listening to this i'm just gonna read a little bit of it it says just 14 months after stadia's high profile launch google is embarking on a major rethink of its streaming service strategy which will see it close down all internal game development and begin providing its tech to third-party publishers. Now, a name that is attached to this, as uh, many um, know, if you don't know, uh, Phil Harrison has done a lot of or, or has has headed many big projects in the past. And there's um, it seems like there's a, dir a direct correlation between him being part of a project and how well the project does. I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's consistent, but it looks consistent. So uh, Stadia General Manager Phil Harrison confirmed the closure of the company's two internal game studios based on Montreal and Los Angeles and new blog posts, signaling an end uh, to its console-like ambitions in creating flagship uh, of creating flagship Stadia exclusive titles to drive adoption of the platform. So. Uh, Phil Harrison has done a lot of different things in the past, and I don't recall, and Daniela, correct me if I'm wrong, that the last two or three things that he's been associated with has done really well. Talk to me. I, I honestly couldn't say yes or no to that. Okay. Okay. I, I feel like they're just really pulling for it. They're like, okay, if we put a big name behind it and we have this and we put him out there. Show that we can do this. Like maybe it's hopeful. Maybe people will change their opinions. But I don't know. That's a really tough call. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's um, it's sad because um, we all we always want to see uh big projects like this do well, right? Of course, and it opens up more options, right? So the the great part for me is that even though this is happening and people have lost, that's not the great part. Let me let me calibrate that uh, properly. The great part for me is the controller, right? The bad part is the fact that a lot of people may have lost their job and has they have to redirect where they have to find work, right? During this pandemic. And two studios, I can only assume there's a lot of people that have to, you know, figure out what they're going to do after that. But the great part for me, and prayerfully they they get, you know, covered and the positions that they're looking for and they get redirected um and uh, assigned, right? Uh but the controller still for me is something that I'm interested in because maybe because I just like to collect them, but um that's still a um a pull for me to consider not necessarily using the platform itself, but just being able to take that controller and use it for um, you know, PC and different things like that. Yeah, but then you have something you have Xbox Game Pass and their play anywhere and I have to say they're kind of killing it with that. Right. Was I harsh last week about about that? I don't Cause think I, so. Because I, yeah, because I was thinking about it again. I was like, what, am I harsh on the 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 Game Pass and all that stuff? I don't and think you are. I'm not trying to be right. It's just yeah. that um, I know that there's a lot of zeal surrounding the product, and it's a great product. I just don't like the miscommunication that they've done um, in some of their interviews when they were promoting it for its release. That I think that's my thing with it. That's fair, right? I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. So, um, so that's the thing with, uh, Stadia. That's the top of the news that we wanted to cover right away. Um, everything else uh, will be quick hits. And as I mentioned to Daniel earlier, I believe that this is probably one, one of the shortest shows that we're going to do. And I want to get to a point where when we're talking about the news, um, if it's, uh, right to the point stuff, cool. If it's expanded stuff, great. And that way we just, uh, hit it and then, you know, move on. That's. I'll say that. Okay. Because um, I just realized we, we also, there's another one. Big one like that. Okay. I don't, know just, I don't know how we're kind of missing it. Avoiding it? Like, intentionally? I don't know. I oh. Just, just before that, just before, just before we started recording. Like, okay. Like, you know, that's pretty big. Them being um, acquired, bought. But it's funny because I'm like, who is Embracer, Embracer Group? And I'm like, oh, HQ Nordic. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. That is pretty big. That is huge. I didn't even see that. Why did I, why didn't I see that? I don't know where I was. I think that's, uh, that's pretty big. Absolutely. Okay. So independent, uh, let me see in the video game world now, uh, have a shared home. Embracer group, aka THQ Nordic is merging with Gearbox software, uh, turning the Borderlands studio into a seventh operating group that will serve as a wholly owned subsidiary. Gearbox founder Randy Pitchfork will continue to run his company. The purchase was worth about $363 million on day one. Yeah, that, that is huge. I didn't see this. Why didn't I see this? I don't know. I, I remember I remember seeing, I, I remember, um, I, had it, I think it was yesterday or was it the day before? Yeah. Um, it was yesterday, actually. Uh, I remember just seeing all these things about them being bought out by Embracer Group. I'm like, I have never heard of this company. Who is Embracer Group? And then I see THQ 
Nordic. I'm like, why don't you just call it that? Nobody right. knows who the Embracer Group is. Yeah, I had I had no idea. Like just looking at the oh. the headline, I was just like, I have no idea uh what that is. Uh but yeah, so so congrats, right? I would say. That's pretty <laughs> Can- big. I'm kinda I'm kinda curious where this goes, how this partnership this merging happens and what they will create together or just, you know, I don't see Gearbox really changing their motto or what they're doing or their support or, or even getting another Borderlands. I don't see that changing. Did but you do I'm Borderlands 3 at all? What they can do to know. Um, no, I'm terrible. I'm behind and I'm trying to catch up. Here. No, I'm, I'm just, no, I just want to know why. Not, I'm not like trying to ping anything on you or anything like that. I was just wondering, was there a high level interest there and you just, you know, life well, and you're taking care of life. And I, okay, this is funny because you read this up. I really have not played anything this month and I can't, I can't tell you why. I, okay. I don't know. I just felt like really burnt out. And right now, my chill place is just like, so why are you here? Person. I don't know then. <laughs> <laughs> if you're really burnt out, why are you here? Cause I would tell you don't, don't. And you know that. I don't. Literally, when I message you before we start recording, like, I am literally, I just turned on my PC and I message you. Just got it. Setting up right now. Like, I go from work straight home right into this. There's like, there's no stop. And then right oh after this, gosh. I go right into dinner. And then after that, it's getting ready for the night. Next oh my you know, gosh. It is 11. And I have to rinse and repeat and do it all over again tomorrow. Okay. So. <laughs> so all right. Up. Thing. This is this weird balance thing that I'm trying to figure out, and then I think it's all always this whole thing of like, well, you should play something, you should do this, I need you to play this, or I want you to check this out, and I'm like, slow your roll, I <laughs> get to it when I want to get to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, I don't, I can't tell you, I don't know what it's going on. So it's not, it's not, so it's not a lack of interest that you're not playing Borderlands. It's just a lack of time, time and energy. It's okay. not even just Borderlands. It's like I still have. I think during the holiday break, I had a, like a lot of time, like because I was like really slow at work. I was yeah. playing like a lot of Valhalla, and then I went right back into work, and I haven't played any. Okay, so so this question I've thought about too. Um, so I'm gonna ask it to you. Would you hire a maid? If I was balling, yeah. <laughs> okay, my, I thought my about it. Aunt used to have a. My aunt used to have an amazing maid, and um, her name was Maria, and she was awesome it was like almost like a second mom mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it, i think it was weird because it's like i think the first kind of housekeeper made that any of us got experienced to and we had you know you have that hollywood thing where they're just quiet in the background you boss them around like no this woman she was like if we were misbehaving as kids she was like fully allowed to just whoop us <laughs> she but, had she had consent <laughs> Yeah, she did. <laughs> but no, she was awesome. But she would she would scold us for anything like that. She was she was kind of like a mom, and her kids were cool too. And um, she made some fantastic food. Mm. And and she didn't just play. She like you know we it wasn't the type like um I guess if you just leave a mess and you're like oh the maid will get to it like no she if you left a mess it, it, even if it was unintentional she'd like you clean this up now. Mm. Interesting. Like a nanny, tutor, housekeeper, all this. Yeah, the, I mean, she the wasn't Swiss mine. Army knife. Yeah, she, yeah. She wasn't my maid slash nanny. She was my cousin. So. Yeah, but she was part of the family, like, like, yeah. well integrated, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so talk to me about, um, let's talk about Mass Effect. Oh, man. 
I am I am developing a special sort of hatred for this game. Okay. <laughs> and it's not because... even the game. It is not even the game. What? What happened? If I have like one more person tell me you need to play Mass Effect. Like, no, no, I don't. Oh, so you're you're tripling down on the um Okay, I got it. I gotcha. Okay. Well, it's like it's not even just Mass Effect. It's like it's it's any game that I have never had a personal interest in. Like I I don't think it's a bad game. It's just not my particular type of game. And there's a, those people like, well, you need to try this. You need to play this. Well, what if I did this? And like, would you play it then? What if you tried that? And like, I did. I didn't. It just wasn't my personal thing. So I don't. I just don't want to play it. And yeah. then they just try to find these different ways to do it. And I'm like, no, you're not getting it. And after years, I'm like, okay, cool. And then, like, yeah, they got the whole, you know, they're going to be redoing all this. It's going to come back again. And I'm like, still a no. <laughs> What's interesting about that is what you just described is the same thing I get from a buddy of mine who is, like, in love with that series. Like, you got to play Mass Effect. You got to stream it. You got to, you know. And whatever that formula was for them to be that immersed to become... um evangelist for the game, I think that's incredible because I haven't seen that much uh, dedication in a um, spreading a message for a game in a long time, right? That that consistent zeal to share, hey, you got to, you got to. I haven't seen that in a lot of games. I know we talk about Destiny and some of the things that I like, but not that same energy for a push for you to play a game. Maybe Uncharted was close, right? In terms of that kind of zeal, but yeah. I haven't seen anything like that for, um, that comes close to, to Mass Effect. Um, yeah. And there, I think there were some other games, which I, which I can't think of, but maybe Halo at some point had that push. Yeah. You know, probably. Be, I think right. Right. But there's, there's not a lot of games that we can say, man, maybe Call of Duty, some of the earlier ones, right? Modern Warfare two, maybe. three. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of those in there. But, um, after that, there, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And if there, there are, I'm sure they're, they're escaping me. But from the top, I think I'm looking at like Uncharted series, God of War, right? Is another one, I right? I love God of War. I'm not going to tell people like, you need to play this. You got to try this. You haven't played it. You yeah. need to. What are you doing with your life? That's what I yeah. get. And it just like kind of gets to the point of like, at one point I had a slight interest in it and maybe I'd give it a try, but so many people begging on me for this it's just like, yeah nope done whatever small interest i had you killed yeah yeah so so there's that and then there's a, a tight-knit community like um the the warframe and the paladins of the world right um they're pretty and, and the thing is like un, until the recent tenocon that they had which is their major conference if you want to call it that i wasn't ho- aware how huge that community was for warframe it is oh yeah huge like mega okay and um i'm pretty impressed by that and they they love the game they love the world they had an art uh, exhibit during during the uh, conference and stuff like that it's fantastic but um so so mass effect right now you're out oh yeah i'm so glad okay you're out you're out um i would consider it because i would love to get any games that i've had um in the past uh on on the console platform i want to have them on the pc platform so i know i'm making that transition to not necessarily reown 
things. If they come up for free on Epic Game Store and stuff like that, I'm definitely grabbing them. Uh, but uh, if the opportunity shows up to get them on 60 frames on a PC, that's my world now. I'll definitely do that. So I'm definitely interested in that. Um, and then uh, the next thing that we have uh, is Spider-Man Miles Morales uh, sold uh, 4.1 million copies. Uh, thoughts on that? That one I want to play. I'm glad that nobody's trying to kill me on that one. That one I still want to play. Um, I'm just trying to be smart and just not build the backlog. I've been good. I want to finish games this year. I mean, step one, I got to start playing them again. But <laughs> no, that's fantastic, though. I think it is. I think it is. Uh, um, it's a but go ahead. Beautiful looking game and exciting. I I I want to find like, like I don't want to find that person, but I don't think I could find a person that disliked that game seriously. And if if there was, I don't trust them. Yeah, it's it's a it's a great game. It's it's a great game. Like um I love it. I love it. Um another game I wanted to mention that had um so it came it came to me, Gears of War. Absolutely. Great community, uh a lot of depth in that community, super evangelist of the game for the Gears franchise. Um I know judgment, you know, that's not everybody's, you know, cup of tea and stuff like that. A lot of people felt like that was a throwaway. Uh, Gears 1, 2, and 3, fantastic. Gears 5, amazing. Gears 4, really good, right? So, yeah, that's another one. Huge. Um, huge, huge. And they've done a lot of great things there. It's huge, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily put it on the level still as Mass Effect. Interesting. Okay. I mean, again, I mean, I don't personally dislike the game. Not my, my taste. I know I said I have a special hatred. It's like, it's not because of the game itself. I can appreciate that that game is amazing and that it has such a huge fan base and that people love it, the story and everything that it brought to them and and what it meant for them. Uh, But I I cannot say honestly that it would have as much popularity like Gears would have as much popularity as Mass Effect did. It did. It had a lot and people love it and it's a great series, but I wouldn't put them on that same platform on that same level. Fair enough. Yeah, we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Uh, Doe communities overall. Um, so the thing that's interesting about this particular number, 4.1, um, when you look at it, it seemed very low because the game was released both on a PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, right? So it's like, what happened there? It seems low, right? And I think that's another conversation to look at. You, The game is, is really fantastic, but that number seems very low since it was released on both. So what, um, what would be a high number? Eight up? Yeah. I think when the PS5 is a little bit less scarce, definitely those numbers will be up. Okay, good point. Good point. Yeah. But eight, eight, at least seven, five up, right? Would be like, oh, sweet, right? This is great. Fantastic. This is amazing. A lot of units, right? Two systems, just that. Seems weird. Point taken. You know, scare, scarcity of consoles. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Cool. Um, so division two. I'm back in. Are you? Feels good. Feels good. I'm back in. And it's running really, really good. Everything is running good, so I'm not messing it up. So depending on when you hear this, uh, this Friday I'll be doing some Logitech streaming stuff with them. Uh, so this will probably be after the fact, but I'm talking about it on social media right now, retweeting different things like that. But um, I'll, I'll be the reason I say that is I'll be playing Division 2 uh, Friday. So... Um, I got the clear for that because I wasn't sure. So, um, yeah, I'm back in. 
because it's re- it's a Resident Evil and Division Two, so you get the outfits of uh, it's 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 good, it's good. And the game was never bad, you know. It suffered from patch issues like Cyberpunk, right? Patched up really good, you know. They listen, they fix whatever they had to fix. Uh, it's it's good, it's so good right now. Woo! I'll be playing it probably right after this. Uh, after I eat some food, I'll be playing it pretty much after this. Um, it's it's that good, you know. Ranking up, getting getting the outfits. I got the um the raccoon uh the the uh raccoon RPD thing, uh, right? Oh, uh, I, I, I got I got the mask. I I got the uh the zombie not not the zombie mask, but you know the one with the red eyes with with the oh I got that oh it's so good. It's and and whoever thought about that collaboration. That's that's fantastic. I know Fortnite has done a lot of different co- collaborations and different characters in that game, but putting a game that has like virus stuff in that was good. Whoever thought about Resident Evil Cross uh, Division Two, fantastic. So those are my thoughts on it. I'm happy. It's still Division, but you just wear different outfits, and, and I'm digging it. You're gonna kill it this Friday. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. And. Yeah, I- I'm nervous. So, but, you know, shout out to Logitech for the opportunity, you know, as, um, so this episode, when you hear this, it would be the week of, of the ninth. Um, so that would be in their, you know, archives and stuff like that. So we'll be raising money for the Loveland Foundation. Uh, they do therapy for, uh, young, uh, black, uh, women and, you know, seasoned women. I'll say that. So I don't get pinged. For some, for some craziness. Why would you say that? Why would you call us old? I didn't. I didn't. So there's that. Uh, so Resident Evil Tall Lady. Um, she Maybe. seems to, huh? I oh, the name, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm still trying to figure out how to say it. I need somebody to tell me. I need to hear it myself. Uh, yeah. They, did they mention it on their, I didn't look at their stream yet. I need to, to check it out. Did they, they probably mentioned on the stream maybe that they had recently? If they probably. did, I missed them saying. Right. Right, probably. So what is the um thing with her? <laughs> it seems like everybody's going crazy. They got it they got a kink for her, tall lady. Yeah. I mean, she's definitely one of the better looking bad guys that's come out of, you know, come out of there and she has her three daughters, Lady Alcina Dimestrescu. She's a vampire witch with these witchy three daughters here. <laughs> Does she have like All blades, over. like scissor hand blades or something like that? Yeah. So during the, the maiden demo. Oh, well, I guess that's the last thing I played if you call that playing. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you escape, you know, she comes, you know, she comes out or comes in really when you're trying to escape out. Um, and yeah, you end with her pulling out these like Freddy Krueger claw hand thing and just, I'm assuming killing you. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, just that she's a very attractive, tall woman, and you know people have a king for that. <laughs> I yeah yeah I I see I see that. Um, still I, won't play I, it. I think she looks she looks really badass and really super scary. But I think I really love the design of the daughters more, and I've been loving the cosplays that they like. People are coming out and so quick with it too. Um, but yeah, she yeah, is, even uh, the drawings too, even the some of the art that's come out already, yeah. which is fabulous. Yeah. And she's supposed to be like nine feet, six inches, I believe. I'm like, that is that's insane. So did they say when that's coming out? Because I don't even know right now. Did they say it is? okay. 
are you day one or what do you think? Um, probably, but we missed out on the collector's edition because it's only for PS5. Well, at least so far that I've at this mm-hmm. moment, we missed out on that. I'm a little bit bummed about it. Uh, mm-hmm. I absolutely love the collector's edition that came with Seven, which was like the house and it was a music box and that was a heavy duty, um, music box house thing. <laughs> um, so a little bit bummed about that, but yeah, probably most likely a day one for me. Okay. I think I'm going to get it on my PS5. I don't think, I don't know if it's even on PC. Actually, I didn't even look if it was on PC. I think I just like immediately. I think it is. I think it is on Steam. That's what I'm going to get it on. That's where it's going to be. Do I even have Steam open right now? I think it is on Steam actually. I've been good about not opening Steam at all. I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of you. I am so proud. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't opened up, I haven't opened up to like buy anything for two months. Resident Evil so Village. Yeah, it's on, it's on Steam. I'm just things at Amazon. Yeah, like that camera you just bought. What's going on there? Yeah. Okay, so you want, you want to talk about that? Are we, are we, that? What, the camera? What, what do you want to talk about? You, we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Okay. What you want to talk about? <laughs> you have anything you want to say about Lady Dimitrescu? Um, uh, nope. <laughs> I'm good. Gonna play it. I'm good. I'll just watch you play it in May. All right. All right, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, I'll I'll pull up and 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 watch you play it. That that's a definite. Yeah, you, can... you know you're gonna be like, oh, nope. <laughs> nice seeing you. Thanks for stopping by for like two minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> I believe in you. I believe in you. Yeah, two minutes. Um, no, I think I think it's great that. Um, when the developers and the artists are creating characters, they have, uh, in mind at this point, the individuals who are going to cosplay, right? So they design it in such a way for that. And I think that's really dope. That's, that's all I have to say on it. I think that's dope. I, I just don't think I really expected it to blow up and be as like, you know, loved as they did because. Yeah. It's not like that happens a whole lot for Resident Evil. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people who like love the characters, cosplay the characters, they role play, they do all these things, but like so quick mm-hmm. and just like really attach themselves to this character who is, you know, they, they, they haven't dived too deep into the, the whole context of how she plays in and what's going on and like how, why or what's happening to her, her story exactly. Um, but people just flock to her. And just this woman is like, yep, all the memes that came out, all of these things, like Resident Evil hasn't been like that one, that bad guy that everybody loves or fell Yeah, it's been a while since Resident Evil 3, maybe? Maybe? Yeah, because Cove Veronica was its own thing, right? Well, yeah, and usually, I mean, usually it's like the good guys that people are like, you know, Ada Wong that they fall in love with. And I know, that guy. Yeah, so I am actually, so if we went, let's talk about Resident Evil for a little bit. If we talked about the Resident Evil games that I actually played, right? Uh, one, two, you know, two, two had two discs, right? Uh, three played that. Four, which I think is Veronica, right? Four. Code Veronica. Is, or is it something? Uh, I wouldn't say, no, Code Veronica isn't four. Okay. So Code Veronica. Okay. Five, which felt like more of an action game than anything else okay yeah. six really felt like an action game i don't think it was that scary that was kind of a little bit uh outside right of- right okay so even though i haven't played all of them i'm still following right so seven was so scary i was like no from what i got or heard and from watching some of the things that you were doing with that and now we're at eight and so what i think i guess prepping for disappointment even as we we're talking about it this early 
when you have a character like that who's nine feet, you know, six inches or whatever, um, and everyone's embracing her this early, I just hope for the Resident Evil community that she's a main character and not, not some uh, side person that you see two or three times in the game and then that's it. That's going to be a heavy disappointment for the individuals. Oh, yeah, that, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's, that's, that's my only concern. Um, a concern, even though I'm not playing the game, but for, for that community, for you guys who are going to play, be playing the game, I hope that this character, um, is a big part of the game and not just, you know, one or two times you see her. And then it's like some, um, very, um, what do you call those things? Like, um, I was like, Oh man, you know, you, you, you're reading about her, right? More than you're seeing her in the actual game. We'll see. Right. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. No, it, it looks fantastic. It looks fantastic. Um, any thought, any additional thoughts on that? No. Okay. I'm just gonna play. Sweet, sweet. So that's Resident Evil uh stuff. That's what's happening there. And they also did some stuff with Division. I'm happy about that right now. So, um, so I was talking to you recently, uh, very recently about me considering uh Twitch and YouTube stuff, and I've been talking about that ever since you know second half of 2020, right? Um, to the point where I'm considering, as I mentioned to you asking Twitch to remove me off of the affiliate program, right? And um, so I'm, I'm thinking about that. I uh, thought about it a lot. And that sounds good, but I actually need to do something about it, right? So it's one thing to say, yeah, you know, I'm going to ask them to remove me because, um, you know, they own a lot of my rights and I want those rights. You know, uh, the, the pay and the split is one of the lowest, you know, in the industry, which is true. Um, and other reasons when you read the contract, um, when they have ads, the ads aren't dynamic. So, uh, whatever they get that ad for, you still get the baseline of, of that, uh, CPM, stuff like that. So, but some people care about that and some people won't, right? And I think that if, uh, you're focused on building brand and you want to be, uh, paying attention to your contracts and stuff like that and what they really say, not just um, what you hope they would do versus what the contract is that the legal, um, you know, thing that actually says, um, then, you know, you have to weigh it, weigh it out. And then for me right now, uh, based on things that I'm thinking about and how I want to spend uh, and the freedom that I want to have as an agent, you know, free agency and stuff like that, um, I think that offboarding, which is what they call it, out of the contract is what I'm considering. I still want to stream there but not be obligated to be exclusive for like 24 hours and stuff like that. And that's just a very surface level of it. So yeah, that sounds good. But what are you going to do about it? Right? Because I could say, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about doing that. And then it just sounds like I'm just talking. No, um, I asked Twitch to do that already. Okay. So the service thing is already in. I'm just waiting for them to undo that. So um, that's the lead on that. Um, thoughts? Any thoughts on that? No, I think it's smart. Um, I'm not personally going to do that myself but i think it's good to really think about um when you are reading the contract because it's kind of like that whole people sign up for it they don't read it they don't right. go into death until it something negatively impacts them and then they're like well can you really do that uh, and for the most part which can if they're doing something and it's against you most yeah likely, yeah yeah yes because when it comes down to it, there are there are those good smart people who will read the contract that's put in front of them. Where there's a lot of people who will just agree to all the terms and services and nobody actually reads it. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, where do I sign? Where do I say yes? Where do I click to go forward? You know, just get this out of the way. Yeah. Um, 
So it's always beneficial to read it. And it's not even just Twitch. It's like literally any platform to be on. Right. Um, especially you have, you know, your own content out there. It right. Even, it, and that means any content. Anything. Um, so it's always good to know what you are signing yourself up for, what you, you are gaining and what you are losing in that process. Okay. So, so a couple of things. Um, I think that's probably one of the major things we'll talk about. And then one more thing and it'll probably wrap. Um, what sparked this, right? Cause usually, we're either inspired by something or someone, right? What came through that I would consider offboarding Twitch, right? So there's a guy named Devin Nash, okay? And Devin Nash talks a lot about industry stuff, you know, esports stuff, data and analytics of this industry, right? The streaming industry and stuff like that. You okay? Yeah. Okay. Bless you. And, um, and I listen to a lot of his streams and I watch a lot of his videos and he made uh, some videos recently. One of the recent videos that he made is called um, Twitch is a pimp. That's the name of the video. OK, so if you're listening um, and you're not watching uh, this video, uh, the video is called Twitch is a pimp. And if you put that in YouTube, the name is Devin Nash. OK, and watch that. If you're a Twitch affiliate, watch it with an open mind. Okay. And then go from there. And then there's another video that he did, which was, I think, November or something, maybe something like that of last year that talks about um, why you shouldn't sign um, a Twitch affiliate contract or something like that. Um, and it has like a Twitch affiliate icon on it. Right. So I think he started my thought on researching this some more. Right. So whenever someone's excited for Twitch affiliate, they believe that it's a grind to an achievement. And that is true until you realize that it is a metric that is using your likeness that they own in the contract once you start reading the contract, right? That's just, that's just one part of it. And then the other part of, about it too is, uh, the, the split money that you get, uh, from Twitch versus some of the other, um, platforms, right? Patreon, et cetera, et cetera, is one of the lowest ones out of all of them, right? But I encourage you, don't take my word for it, right? I'm reading the contract and I've read a good portion of it. When I copied and pasted it to my Word document, it's about 18 pages. And specifically, as you go through it, you see the thing. So on the screen right now, some of you listening and some of you watching, um, I have the Twitch contract and it, it says at the very top, you know, I started highlighting some stuff, right? It's a legal contract, right? And it also talks about tax obligations that you will have. It also talks about um, what happens if they reject your application, right? Um, if we reject your application, terminate your account uh, in connection with any violation or abuse, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you cannot attempt to rejoin the program without advanced written authorization. So people have to do that. Then it talks about what they own, okay? Talks about what they own, right? Um, in terms of you in the contract with them, right? Um, Twitch content is exclusive to Twitch, even as to you. During the exclusivity period uh, of any live Twitch content, you will not nor permit or authorize any third party to broadcast to stream to distribute to exhibit and otherwise make available such live Twitch content in any matter. And a lot of people know that that's not news, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm not saying anything crazy because most Twitch affiliate people 
They know that. Yeah. They do know that. They decide, though, that Twitch is going to be a platform that they're going to spend their time to build because they want to get to partner because it, the things change when you get to partner, right? So as you go through and some individuals will say, don't even do Twitch affiliate, just get all the numbers and then apply directly for partner when you get 75 plus uh, CCVs or whatever. Uh, and that's a smarter move than going through. But I didn't know, right? I didn't know, right? I knew that this was a great achievement until Monster Cat started selling this affiliate program in a, one of their packages. I'm like, so all the individuals who grinded for the Twitch affiliate, I'm just talking out loud. You cut me off at any time, Daniel. I'm just talking, right? So all the individuals who grinded for this, it's really nothing, right? It's, it's still, uh, and, and, and I'll even edit that. It means something to the people who grinded for it. Don't get me wrong. It's something super special because they had to do the thing to actually get it, not pay for it like you're paying for like a degree or a diploma. So I'm never going to take that away from the individuals who are actually grinding for it. Don't get me wrong. But when you see that, and I, and I, and Daniel's like, you, you better, you better say that because I'm coming for you, right? I'm coming for you, right? But for the individuals who are just buying it through like a monster cat thing, that's when I was like, you know what? Let me go in and start reading the contract for myself. And that was in the last couple of days. I've been reading it and I'm like, you know what? I'm going off board. So Daniela, I'm done. You know, Twitch, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, the contract. I'm just looking at it, blah, blah. That's it. I am one of those people where I don't mind it. There's going to be people that there's going to be a, a greater divide in people who have their own different opinions. And then I don't know how people come across who, where you can read the same document and somehow come away with it differently. Um, now I'm just one of those people for, for me, it's okay. I'm all right with it. Um, it was more so when, when reading it through the first time for me and knowing that like, okay, for 24 hours, I can't make anything with the content. Like it feels weird to me. It feels weird. It's like, what do you mean? It's mine. Why can't I do anything with it? Why is it just yours for this, this whatever time period it may be? And then I was thinking, I'm like, what are the chances of me actually for me personally? This isn't for anybody else. For me personally, it's like, what are the chances of me downloading whatever highlights or clips are in it, editing it, putting it out and being done with it in 24 hours? Zero. All right. Cool. Whatever. It's going to be after the 24 hours. That's fine. Um, and that's great for it. Well, it's also a smart strategy. If you're a content creator, you want some people to see your content from when you were live to see what happens there to you for them to get a feel for it. But for me, it's just more of like, well, there's other platforms to also try and to expand on like YouTube. And you wouldn't, I would never ever say like, oh yeah, you should totally take your Switch content, spruce it up a little bit and put it onto YouTube. I think, I think whatever other platforms you have, it should always be unique and genuine to that platform itself. So for, from that aspect, that was okay with me. Um, if I had to do it again though, I probably would have waited on, on signing up for the affiliate and just done like, okay, maybe I'll just get the numbers and I'll just go for a partner whenever I get that. Um, that is definitely a smarter plan and choice to go with. Uh, but it's not enough for me for right now to just like, okay, I'm going to off board. I'm okay with it. I'm super casual about it. I don't personally, for me, my end goal isn't really being a partner streamer. Would I like it? Yes. Is that exactly what I want? Not necessarily. Like uh, working at year, that is what I wanted is being more behind the scenes working with the company rather than, you know, me being a content creator. So having it, having the affiliate and being just a casual part-time co- um, streamer, I think that suited me and that fit me and I'm cool with it. So <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at with it. And I think 
when people who are getting into it, like I was saying in the beginning, you really need to decide and read through your contract and see if it's the right fit for you. And then make that determination going forward because there's so many different platforms. There's so many up and coming platforms that, you know, want to try it out. Um, I think the up and coming ones would be like Glimish. Glimish is a, a possibility. They have a lot of, it's community organized in a way. Never heard where they're of that very one. transparent about what they're doing, what's happening, trying to incorporate features that people really want. Um, I think Trovo is another one um, that's going that. out there that has a very interesting kind of partner affiliate status on how to make money from it. There's no signed contracts, but partnership status is based off of how well you do on a monthly basis. Interesting. So you might have this partner paid partnership with them one month, but if your numbers didn't match up, then you could kind of like, you wouldn't be of that partner status. You'd kind of be of affiliate status. You'll still get some kind of, you know, income from it, but it might not be as much. Like they have an interesting going thing going on over there. Uh, and just to see, you know, what's available to you. What is more yeah. lucrative? What is smarter? Not just like, Oh, I got this. I'm so happy. It's a great accomplishment to have if that's the platform you want to be on. If that's the platform you want to call home. So yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm sorry. Always things to just think on. Just don't go into it blindly. Know what you're getting yourself into and know what you're signing for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So I have my, my support ticket in for them. Um, and I'm just waiting to hear back from them. I did get the email that they did receive the ticket and I don't know how fast they do a turnaround on that. But, um, so what that will allow me to do since uh, this week I started using Streamlabs OBS, um, I can just use that. And I'm liking it. Um, I'm really liking how they have stuff done in Streamlabs OBS this is my first real, um, push to try and learn how it works. Uh, and, um, that way I could use either Twitch in there or YouTube in there. Um, you know, just put everything in there nice and neat. And, um, yeah. And then so far, so good. Uh, so far, so good with uh, learning that process. But, um, if I don't hear back from them in seven days, I'll either reply to them on Twitter and ask them, Hey, how long does it take to, um, but my thing is you can't offboard in the dashboard and the creator dashboard. You have to put a support ticket to offboard. Why is that? I don't know. It's like putting in a two week notice <laughs> because you're signing a contract. You can't just sign out of a contract just as easily as you. Sign I want out. It. I want out, Daniela. I want out. Okay. And they don't make it easy question mark to go out because it's not there for me to just you know and i'm done <laughs> yeah right so um i don't know okay so that's so that's what's up with that um and last but not least real short um and uh, i'll leave some opening thoughts at the end uh, destiny new season february 9th excited about that we'll look to see what they have uh, i'm still playing destiny um love it and uh i don't think i'm ever going to stop playing destiny so so that's that so any final thoughts i don't want to end it there. any final thoughts and then we'll close out um okay so Going back to this whole thing of my purchase on Amazon, why I kind of purchased it, why I kind of didn't necessarily need to. Uh, obviously, I always like going the budget route and uh, trying out different things. Like I think a few episodes back, I was trying to figure out how to use my Canon uh, 7D as a webcam. It kind of worked, but it kind of didn't because I, I, I don't have a mirrorless camera. And then like feeling how hot it got, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to go this route. It's just, it's too hot for my camera to be sitting there. 
to be powered on for that long. Like, I think I was testing things out for like an hour. I'm like, no, this can't be healthy for my camera. I don't want to wear it down. I feel like mirrorless cameras have been a better. So like your, your Sony's that everybody else has, like the 5100, the 6000 series, um, mm-hmm. wouldn't be, uh, or would be a better choice. Uh, I don't have that kind of money. Uh, mm. at the same time, you know, um, I'm also thinking about other multi-purpose. It's not just like, it's only going to be this really overpriced, expensive, really nice looking webcam. I want to be able to do other things to it and be multi-purpose in the sense of what I wanted to do while I'm streaming. So I know a lot of people have been using GoPros for the VR side of things as cameras or as webcams. And those are really nice. Again, I don't want to spend that kind of dough. So I'm trying to find that balance between quality and price. And mm-hmm. I just came across this, this company called 8man, which they have, it's like a, a more affordable GoPro action camera. They're super tiny, kind of like the GoPros. Wow. This one happened to pop up on a lightning deal. It's been sitting on my wish list and I've been like debating between this and another model. This is the eight man, um, a 79. It was like $40 and it can go do 4k at 30 frames, 1080 at 60 frames, 720 at 60 frames. And it's really supposed to be just your affordable GoPro option. And you you can use it as a webcam. And I just got it in today. It actually came with a lot of accessories that GoPro does not come with. Actually, like you have to buy them separately. So you yeah. can have it for your chest strap, your chest strap, your head, you know, your mount head mounts. Uh, I don't really need it to be able to capture anything like surfing or mountain biking or anything like that. I just want a really nicer, cleaner output for a webcam. For not just regular use, but even for like the VR side of it. And that's the VR side was what I was mainly going to be using for, for a wider angle than my, my 922 does. Mm-hmm. And right now, straight out of the box, I literally just got this in just before we started recording today. I don't know. <laughs> my okay. first impressions right now, I, I think I need to, I need to email them because hooking it up to use it as a webcam, really super, super simple. Like I just went, with a USB to it. Apparently you can use an HDMI, which, you know, that's what I thought it was. I didn't know that it actually is this mini display port. Okay. HDMI that I need yeah. that I don't yeah. have. I didn't even know that mini display port cables existed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I have a mini HDMI. No, because in the book it says HDMI. This is not a mini HDMI. This is a mini display port. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, that's, that's tricky. So you gotta to find that on this island. I have to go and find it. Yeah, check Monoprice. Monoprice may have it because they have a lot oh. of cables and all those different things. Yeah, I still gotta order it though. So that's the, like that's the whole thing. It's not included with the box. I'm like, oh, that's a little bit of a disappointment there. Uh, because when I'm hooking it up right now, and I got, I think I have to go and email them because they don't have the drivers readily available on their website, which kind of bugs me. Uh, because most websites, you go to there, you need to download drivers or firmware. Right you just yeah. like, you know, they have the drop down menu, like, oh, which model do you have? Which one of this? Okay. Well, this is the one you need to download. No, this one, it tells you, you need to email them to get it. To make sure you have the right one. I'm like, you are making this so much more difficult than it needs to be. Right. It does hook up, but when I had my X split up and I had like, you know, it sees this as a source, pops it up. It is so dark and there's no way of me adjusting, you know, the contrast, the brightness, nothing. It's just, it looks like I'm sitting in a dark room. If I turned off all the lights in my room, like, yeah, I can tell that there's a video and that's what it's supposed to be, but there's no way of adjusting it. 
So and then that's kind, of, that's kind of super frustrating to me. So I'm hoping like, okay, is there some drivers I'm missing? I mean, I can go to my device manager and just manually do it that way, but right. it says it's all up to date. No driver is available on their website to download. So that's a little bit frustrating. And I got to ask them, like, am I missing something? And I was looking up YouTube videos and I'm like, wow, these guys videos who are using this as a webcam. Like they mm-hmm. look great and you just hook it up and it looks awesome. I'm like, what am I missing? Is it because I'm using the USB? Maybe I really do need to have the HDMI because that's what it said, like in the manual itself. Right. To use the HDMI. So maybe, maybe that's the missing element, but that requires me ordering cable, waiting for that come in and then testing it and seeing. So if you're running it, if you're running it through OBS, you can, you can use those, those features and, and lighten I it up. I did and it does not work. It even with the filters and stuff like that? It, they even recognize it as being able oh, to do it. Oh man. Like it's very super limited. And I'm like, what is this? Why? Yeah. And the thing is, like, it, like it has a screen here, so you can see it, and it looks great. If you're just using it as an actual camera, not a webcam, mm-hmm. it looks great. Like, the recorded video, you know, it's not as smooth as a GoPro. So if you're you're using it as it's intended to be the action camera, first impressions, don't use the 4K 30 frames. Mm-hmm. I think the 80, 1080, 60 frames look pretty good. I wouldn't put it... I put it a step below the the 1080 but if it's kind of like still frames it actually not still frames but if it's stationary and you just and it's right using the webcam one shot yeah one shot yeah yeah i think it looks it looks good um but for the price point of like 40 dollars, i mean i think this if you okay if i was going to keep this i was actually going to give it to my son the reason being is i don't believe in buying 300 400 for like gopros for kids or teenagers. So you're not keeping general. it. I don't know yet. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna figure out and see if this if I can email support and tell them, hey, what's up with this and see if like you know that mini display port HDMI cable comes in to see if that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. But if if you have a kid who's like kind of just getting into, you know, sports, they like surfing, they like skateboarding, um, they wanna make videos. Oh yeah. One hundred percent this. Like they can go and have fun and you're just gonna lose like forty bucks in the process rather than you know, they go bodyboarding, which my son has lost a four or five, four hundred dollar GoPro bodyboarding because it came detached from the mountain and off into the ocean it went. Um, so, so before I forget again, because I remember forgotten and I remembered again. Um, do you surf? No, I don't like the okay. beach. Okay. Okay. I really don't like the beach. I don't like okay. the sand. I don't like the feeling. So I don't, but my son does and he's super active and he's getting into. You know, he loves skateboarding. He's getting into recording videos of him and his friends. Like, this would be great for that, for mm-hmm. any parent. I think I think the quality is there. Um, I don't know necessarily if you're going to be making some really high-end thing, but for just a hobbyist for a kid and just getting into it and feeling it out, this would be a sound investment. Um, just right now, on my standpoint of using it as a little step upgrade for a webcam, mm-hmm. I can't say yes right now. I would like to because I, the reason why I was looking at this brand is that there's several people who were using it for this purpose and they just had some really good results. Um, but my problem was, and, and that's probably where I made possible mistake is that all the videos and everything I've been watching has been between the A77, the 87 and the A100. This is the 79. And I was mm. like thinking like, well, this is only one step up from the 77 and one step down from the 87. Like how, like how bad can it how be? How bad can it I be? Still, right. right? <laughs> so I'm like, 
Oh, okay, I'm not too sure if I made a smart, wise purchase from Amazon, but most of my purchases for Amazon hardly are smart. They're just on a well, whim. Because, I mean, like, you got time. Is. I do, and it's and Amazon really does have a good return policy on it. Um, but I'm not going to give up on it yet. It is very. It's actually feels really well built. It has a really nice uh, finish to it. I'm very hopeful about it because I would like to upgrade certain things, especially for the like the VR content I want to make because now that I'm getting to the whole point, I'm probably not going to stream a lot of music VR songs on, on Twitch because the whole DMCA thing, I might as well just avoid that. So it's pretty much creating content to be recorded and edited for YouTube. That is the goal there. And I kind of want to step up certain aspects of, you know, my video feed because that is very visually intensive. So you kind of want to make it look good. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's, so that's where I'm being really hopeful about it. Maybe, you know, I would, I'd love to compare this and see what the A100 is like. Cause again, like a lot of, a lot of VR streamers kind of go with the GoPros. I mean, even my friend Carice, she's got GoPros. Um, I got my buddy Falcon. He went with GoPros. That is so much to spend on $400. My wall. Like, yeah. I don't know yet. That's kind of, I'm not, I'm not at that point. But I'm always on that part of I will try out and that's, that's why I'm okay with it. I'm like, like, I don't feel like I'm wasting my money because I can one, I can return it. Two, I can use it and just give it to my son or, and three is just like, I'd rather find those things and test out products and give recommendations for other people without like feeling that, Oh, I have to spend this $300 or this $400 for this camera where I was like, Hey, I got this one. It's a nice budget one. I think the A100 is around $99. At this moment, Amazon has like a $30 off coupon that goes with it. So you can possibly get it $70 sometimes to get that same, you know, output. Then mm-hmm. that'd be awesome and save, you know, somebody else the money in the research. So that's where I'm at and I'm okay with it. Okay. Right now. Sweet. I don't know about this webcam thing. <laughs> I got to figure it out, but I've only had it for an hour. Okay. So. Yeah. So give it, give it some time. Uh, see if there's, you know, workarounds. If the workarounds are more, uh, than, you know, the actual fulfillment of using the product, then you may have to make a decision. Yeah, that's where I'm just, I'm just grateful that Amazon has such a good grace period. It's yeah. not like, oh, you only have two weeks and it can't be open. Things like, no. Yeah. It's back. Nah, you, you should, you should be good. Um, yeah, that's all, that's all I got. I mean, um, I think that, um, you know, check it out, see, see how everything works out for you. And then if you end up, uh, keeping it, you know, it's a very, very affordable I product. Be, I can't be fancy like you and your camera. You can. Yeah. You can. This you just, just arm and leg. yeah, 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 you can. And this was a gift. So, I mean, I'm grateful. I got to get in on your Christmas, you know, lottery. The, the, the lottery. <laughs> yeah. Right. I can, I can be family. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, it was, it was definitely a, a big surprise and, and how everything worked out. But, um, but yeah, so uh, something you said earlier, I, I guess, uh, before, before we wrap, what were you using for your HDMI, uh, cam link type device? Are you using software or were you using the actual, um, drive adapter things? How were um, you connecting? The, the driver that Canon came out with. Okay. Um, actually, I could use that with the USB direct hookup. Okay. And that's for the clean output, the clean 
scan uh, cam look right. so that you didn't have all like all the displays on top of there. I was using that. Gotcha. Uh, but also on top of it, which actually worked out really well, and I thought I was going to be using it for this. So I got I got this HDMI um, video capture device, which right. is like HDMI to USB. Right. I don't remember. I think it was. Uh, I want to say it was like twenty bucks. Yeah. I need the uh, name of that I because I lost really the good. one. Okay, mm-hmm. I lost the one that that I had bookmarked. So if you could send me the name to that, I greatly yeah, appreciate so it. This this thing actually works really well because um I also tried the HDMI output out of my camera to see if that alleviated any heat or anything. Um, no, it was still hot just having it on for that long. And it actually it was like it still had like the overlay. It didn't like that camera itself didn't give that clean HDMI that's not. I needed to use the firmware for this, but because I was bypassing the firmware and just going directly HDMI out to this, it still mm-hmm. had it, but it looked amazing still. It looked really, really good. Yeah. Um, so this is actually pretty, it's pretty nifty. Okay. Um, so I'm stoked on that. And I thought that's what I was going to be using for this, which right. I possibly still will be if I can get that, uh, mini display port HDMI cable and see if that makes a difference. Um, but yeah, I can definitely link to you, link that to you. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, that's all I got. So guys, um, make sure you like and subscribe and I'll see you on the next one. Bye.